In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. So we're back. The start of a new series. 53 shows. Let's break down the entire roster. And what we're going to be doing here is looking at a three-year window. The reason why we're looking at three years, because we've heard it from so many teams. We've heard it from Andrew Berry. We've heard it from other people running teams. They look at stuff in three-year, multiple-year windows. The reason for that is obviously a draft class is four years. So you can go four years into the future. But if you're a player, usually after three years, they need to make a decision on you. Not so much with first-round picks. You can have a little bit of extra time. But with the rest of the guys on the roster, that's when you really need to decide, hey, are they staying? Are they going? Um, and as well, you're the other side of the equation, it takes two years to get a good vibe on, are these players good or not? Because you could wait after one year, hey, Baker Mayfield, it's going to be MVP discussion after year one. After year two, he was going to be out of the league at the end of his rookie deal. And it swings in so far around that three years usually would give you a good sample. We're in a unique case with Baker because we've had so many different head coaches, different offenses, different things going on that it's just got a bit crazy. But we're going to look at it anyway. And the way we're going to break this down, we're not going to break it down by player. We're going to break it down by position. We can look at, hey, today we're going to look at QB1. And we're just going to dub it the three-year plan. So 2021, 2022, 2023. Um, is the player going to be here throughout? Is it someone we're looking to add? Could it be a player that's currently in the position this year and then we're going to have a new one in the position next year? So we're going to go through all of those discussions and we're just going to sort of have it out and sort of look if we're sort of the front office perspective what, what are we looking at and what are we discussing so it'll cross over this will cross over a little bit of what we discussed yesterday but it's just the way it goes um sometimes so baker mayfield obviously 2021 it's locked in he's qb1 and there's no one else on the roster that can even compete for qb1 uh Keenum's not yet so 2022 obviously he's still in the contract are the browns going to be positioned to draft in the top five picks in the draft and pick a replacement. Hell no. So even if Baker doesn't really work out, he's going to be on the roster next year. That's because, hey, he's got a guaranteed salary of just under 19 million for 2022. So pretty much for the next two years, we know Baker's going to be the quarterback. For bad or for worse, for amazing, he's here. Um, that's what his deal runs to. When would they look to extend Baker? What can we expect for Baker? This is going to be the really interesting thing. Because in the first half of the season, they were trying to run quite a bit. Baker really struggled those first sort of few weeks up until that sort of Cincinnati game. OBJ went down. Hey, we really started opening up and seeing him produce. We're trying to run it and sort of avoid giving him too much. And it was obviously the Titans game, I think, was for me the, the real moment when I thought, yeah. He's got it in the Stefanski offense. It was the time when they went, actually, let's, if we want to be a good team in the NFL, you pass to win. 
you can run to grind out a game and hope that the possession falls your way. If you actually want to win and be talking about competing for Super Bowls, you do it in the air in the modern NFL. Yeah, it might have been different 20, 30 years ago, but we're not in the 1980s anymore. It's a different world. Um, and you look at the teams, hey, Kansas City, obvious example. You, you've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These are teams that are throwing the ball to win. Yeah, you can get an old team that, hey, they, they can do it a little bit differently. Cam Newton and the Panthers, they did it a little bit differently for a year. And it's just not sustainable. And what do we want? We want a team that's going to Super Bowls. Not, we might get one in the next 10 years and, yeah, we get to the final and if we don't win, it doesn't matter. That, that's not my mentality. And I don't think that's the mentality of a smart front office led by Andrew Berry, um, coached by Stefanski. These are smart, intelligent guys. So I think the plan is very much going to be to open it up and air Baker. Well, let's, let's see what the passing game can produce. And the focus, I think, is very much going to be on there. Surrounding him with more weapons. Um, we've obviously added a speed element in Anthony Schwartz. Hopefully OBJ is healthy. But those two additions are obviously a big change from what we had last year, which was some, they're good players, but there was just that lack of speed. And so hopefully... Baker, one of the most accurate deep ball passers in the NFL in the last few years, can unlock that element of his game. And let's rack the score up on teams. And I don't want to be sat here where, obviously, we saw disappointing collapses and it didn't cost us the game against the Titans, against the Dallas Cowboys, but we allowed teams back into it. That, that's been worked on. There's been a lot of work on defence this year. But if Baker can produce in the second half of last season again next year, we're legit talking about a quarterback that's annually going to be in the top 10. That's, for me, the bar. If he's not going to be annually in the top 10, it doesn't matter if the, if the team managed to get to the playoffs again, but he's not playing well. That's going to be the really, really tough decision. The front office, the team's going to potentially face in a year's time because good isn't good enough when it comes to a veteran deal and you're paying that much money to one player. That's where the real problem potentially lies. But on the positive aspects, hey, mid-season, end of this season, give him a dump truck full of money. Because if he is going to be an annually top 10 guy, when I say annually top 10, because the, say you pay him for five years, there might be one year where he's, he's like borderline in that top 10. But I want him to be ideally in the top eight. Because there, there's going to be a down year where, hey, he might drop into that 13, 14 range. But we need the rest of the years to be up there because if your quarterback's not firing, quite frankly, it ain't going to work. Um, and that's just the long and short of it. You, you might get to a, an eight and um, nine record or a nine and eight record. We're competing for more than that with the amount of talent on this roster. And it's going to go through a painful transition. We're going to transition to a team that has a lot less money to spend on positions that are pretty expensive. So your edge rusher. Miles Garrett's about to start on a really expensive deal. Obviously, he signed it last season, but he hasn't actually really began it yet. You've got Baker. You've got Denzel Ward. You've got some of these guys that are going to get paid a lot of money, and that puts more pressure on Baker. And quite frankly, the three most important things about an NFL team is your quarterback, your head coach, and your general manager. All three of them fire. Everything else is a moving piece. So it's, QB1 is the only essential position everything else you can live without and um, that's not to say hey having a player like miles garrett's useful but having a player like miles garrett having a player like joe thomas that doesn't make up for having a bad quarterback especially when they're on a veteran deal 
So this year is really about, hey, we know Baker can do it. We saw that for the second half of last season. Hopefully the first half of last season was just growing pains. And everything says, hey, that is the truth. Um, But we need to just see him do it. And he's going to be the quarterback of the future. They'll lock him up later on in this season, next off season. And then he's going to be here. It's one of them really easy positions to predict. There's not going to be much change. Could be that painful discussion. Though. If there is regression, I don't want to be Andrew Berry having to make that call because that is one of them really fine lines where you go, look, he's good enough to play. If he's not good enough to win Super Bowls, do you want him? Because you can have that level of sort of top 16 QB in the league and go, that's okay on a rookie deal. You only have to be above average and average to compete when you're on that rookie deal. When you're only costing about 3% of the salary cap in a season. When you're talking about a player that's costing 15%, suddenly that's a different discussion because that is several players you're taking out of the frame to pay for that guy. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but Baker's got all the weapons. There's no excuses around him. Best O-line in the NFL. Um, Hopefully we see what Schwartz and OBJ can do. Um, And that will really cement that in there. But we're going to see a transition. That O-line is going to get worse over the next couple of years. That receiving call, it's got the potential to get better, but it's going to lose some some money out of it. Same with the tight end room. Um, So it's not all going to stay the same way it is. But Baker's a talented guy. Stefanski can scheme really well. And quite frankly, that makes up for everything. So this is the first one. And it's it's not the most interesting debate because, hey, it's one guy. It's not like it's open season. Like when we can talk about some other positions and players' contracts potentially expiring. But this is very much the debate we're going to have over the next, um, well, it's basically two months. And we're just going to go through and look at sort of their strategy, how they go about roster building, what they're looking to do. And it's something we'll address each off-season and just sort of look and see, hey, how are we developing? How do we do when we're making predictions? Going, hey, this is how we see it happening, not just for 2021, 2022, 2023. Um, but Baker, fingers crossed. I'd be shocked if he's not the guy here long-term. Um, I'd be surprised if they pay him now, but they might just look at it and go, hey, it's going to be 40 million this year because of the DAC deal. We discussed that yesterday. And if you wait a year, then hey, what's it going to be with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson deal? Not really anyone I'm thinking in the QB class after that. So that might be one where they go, hey, let's not rush it. We can afford to take another year. Um, that, that could be what happens. Um, so keep an eye out for that one just to go anyone's big deals coming up. Doesn't seem to be. Um, NFL draft. Let's see the names. Is it Kyler Murray was the year after. He's not going to be in line for a massive deal. So yeah, it was Kyler Murray. Um, so we're not too worried about what comes the year after. So it's not one of them where you've got a uh, 
Deshaun Watson, you've got a Patrick Mahomes that's going to blow the the water out. You're looking at Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, Will Greer. That is going to end up being one of the worst QB classes in recent years. So, um, no. Um, you can afford to wait. If you don't pay him, you've not got a big contract pushing you up. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen, I'm predicting a regression. Um, but that, that's an interesting one where they can afford to wait and no big deal is going to push it that much higher down the line. So, um, no. We'll be back tomorrow with QB2 and chatting about what they do in 2021. But more importantly, 2022 is going to be really interesting. So, thanks for listening, guys. And remember, go Browns.